Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first podcast episode of Slashcast. And I'm going to kick off the series, a new series, of course, since it's the first episode of first podcast I'm ever doing. Real Talk with Gabe. And the reason why I decided to start this one is because Gabe and I, we're really good friends. We're the best of friends. The best of friends. And we're brothers from another mother. Considering being yes, married. We're colored. And so... <laughs> We'll get into that in a, a little Welcome, later. Gabe. So how's it going, Gabe? <laughs> it's going good, man. We just had to laugh during that. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to try to modulate or to lower and, and keep my laugh uh, to a reasonable volume. Decibles? Yes, please do that. I will try. I will do my best. I make no guarantees. So... <laughs> Many of y'all probably won't know Gabe, and the people that I'll share it with probably know, do know Gabe. And I don't know whoever else is going to listen to this that doesn't know Gabe, but Gabe has a very, very loud laugh. I mean, you can sit in a restaurant and crack up a good, good joke, or more than likely, he's going to crack up a good joke, and he's going to laugh so loud, you're just going to like, um, is everybody going to be okay? Like... You just you start being wary of everybody else and like how they're gonna take upon it, not understanding how this guy is, and so, so that's why he mentioned he's gonna keep his laugh at a reasonable yes. decibel. And I think it's just a survival mechanism that I developed over the years because my jokes really aren't always that funny. It's usually the laugh that gets people really cracking up. That's the thing, right? The, the laugh is, is funny, and uh, that's how I win people over. I mean, really, if you, if you hear my jokes and, and uh, with, without any laughter, you probably wouldn't laugh. It's just once I... Right. So essentially what you're saying is the jokes are funny to you. Oh, so yeah, you're absolutely. Laughing at yeah. your own joke. I always tell people my jokes are intended... I'm the audience. I'm my own audience. And if anybody else laughs and gets it or goes along with it, then, oh, yeah, that's a plus. But, um, yeah, I like to laugh at myself. That's great. That's great. That's that's always a great thing, right? Like I laugh yeah. at myself all the time. Yeah, I laugh at you too. <laughs> all I the time. Appreciate that. <laughs> so we're gonna so have to figure got, this out. So how are we gonna do this? I had had this conversation with him probably like a week or two ago on, on something that we've done recently without really knowing. Is like we'll share videos, shorts, TikToks. <laughs> on various different topics and then we'll kind of just delve into it and just talk about it sometimes for a short period of time sometimes for hours on end and it definitely varies like we have a wide range of topics we can just talk about something funny of course and then we'll talk about politics every now and then and we we definitely have different viewpoints when it comes to politics but it's very respectful at the same time which i always respect that when it's just a civil conversation and understanding each other's viewpoints and then we'll talk about just we're both single so we talk about how that world is and how we're we're taking approaches into that and and in that case too we take different approaches and we have different viewpoints when it comes to it too and but so, what we do always see is is the the um the disparities uh, between both sexes, and we're we're also what I admire about our conversations all the time is that um we're we're not just bashing on women or anything like how you see on a lot of podcasts. 
Um, sometimes, yeah, we do get a little contentious and critical about the opposite sex, uh, but not without um, keeping uh, keeping in mind the 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 the, the deficiencies in, in in the male perspective as well, and the the, the behaviors that that have developed among men um, as a, either a consequence of the injuries and hurts that we've inflicted on the female group and that, that or the females have inflicted on the male group and how we've uh, how everything's kind of deteriorated in the way we've uh, we interact with each other. Yes, and yeah, we, that is very yeah, true. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. It, it, it has. It has. And I would have to agree with you on that. I think it has over time and we have we have essentially evolved into a society where we kind of just bash on each other's genders and you're like oh you're you're a woman yeah you're going to be like this or this and this and we kind of categorize it and go off of it and yeah. that's where i i have changed that mindset because i was there at that one point too and i've changed that mindset over the last couple of years to where you know what it's not that certain women are like this or certain men are like this it's not that we should be sitting here bashing each other it's actually we're all like this on both sides, it's not one or the other. It's both sides, and that's how I think we should all approach it, and we should just do a better job at it. Yeah, we need to hold each other, each other, and ourselves. Most importantly, ourselves accountable for the that's things right. that we do and how we engage. Um, if we we've talked about this a lot too, um, as far as uh, we're really only in control of the way we act. Uh, we're in control of ourselves, basically. If we're really, truly autonomous individuals and, and all that, well, we have to work on our uh, self-awareness so then we know how to approach people and how to be authentically ourselves and also show up for people. That's one of our phrases that we always use also, how we show up. It's something that's very important to us. I want to yeah. show up this way. This is my intention. Yeah. How do I show up that most honestly yeah. like that? And even though when we're doing our criticisms – of situation on either specific people or uh, as a whole of a group, whether it's the opposite sex or a political group or a religious group. Sometimes when we get on that subject too, but it's like, how are we showing up to that and how, and criticizing that and, um, and how they're showing up and why is it that they're showing up that way? And how is it that we can show up and communicate more effectively uh, with these individuals as well, whenever we have these things. And there's nothing also, there's also nothing wrong with, being verbose or being uh, what's it called um uh passionate about what you're saying and sometimes i think that that comes off um as hostile when we're being passionate about our stance and our point of view and how we're feeling um sometimes when we get into into hot conversations or discussions uh we'll we'll get uh loud or we'll t start talking over over each other but it's not because we're being, being disrespectful of each other or we're mad we're just passionate about something like that and some people tend to get to misinterpret that and get defensive about it and say that you know no. you're you're being an, an a-hole about this or you're right. you're being right. aggressive it's not it's not being aggressive you're yeah. you have convictions and i don't know this has happened to you um a lot too people misunderstand your uh your passion and 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 you're you're wanting to express this idea and the way you're showing up and why you're showing up that way and the ideas you're trying to push out there and you're trying to explain yourself and be vulnerable and you're getting worked up about it because you're passionate about how you feel and you want to make sure that they understand 
Right. And I think a yep. lot of oftentimes people misunderstand that for being aggressive yeah. or something like that. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I, I like how you brought up, like, it, it really does start with us. And I think that's where a lot of us miss that point, is that it really does start with us. It starts with us on just just showing up, right? It starts with us on how we're seeing things. It's our, It also starts with us on how we're going to resolve things too, right? So we have all these things that it really just starts with us. And a lot of times we do put the blame and it's easy to put the blame on the others, right? It's, it's really easy, totally understandable. But what we're missing now is the other side, right? We're, we're completely going to shut off on what the bigger picture is. And we're just going to close the entire door and just like sweep everything under the rug and just see only your way. And, right. Yes, and being able to express it in that way is is important with that intent and and at times, which is totally understandable to be passionate about it and have it, but it has to definitely be expressed into some sort of manner. And so, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if I covered everything. So I guess one thing that we're also trying to figure out is the kind of format that we're going to engage in this because i know that being the the uh the maiden voyage of the podcast we were talking about it before off camera and all that as far as well we need to we're gonna come up with uh three subjects to to talk about this i'm like well three might be a lot because sometimes we'll we'll spend hours talking about right. one specific right. topic and then other times we're like we think that oh dude like i was just dealing with this with this situation today and it turns into a conversation that lasts maybe a minute, and we just we just yeah. we just kind of get on the same page, and we're like, oh, you yeah. know, that makes sense, and and it resolves really quick and really easy. And like it's like, um, so we're gonna do this podcast <laughs> if we're gonna be like get, get going through these categories so quickly. Like, how are we gonna <laughs> how are we gonna actually do this? That that's where I I I say with three, it's like for a safe for worst case scenario three because sometimes yeah we we really do go through the the topic pretty quickly and then other times we're we'll stay on that one topic for a good hour hour and a half oh yeah absolutely and that's definitely the in our conversation can you hear calvin in the background there no no okay good because <laughs> i can hear him on my headphones <laughs> so what show we talk about? Let's see. So something that I did recently as I'm trying to delve into the social media world. And I've, I've, I've for years kind of stayed out of it and not really put my two cents into anything and didn't want to, how do I say it? it, really ruffle my feathers. But when I delved deep in what I was the reason why I was not expressing certain matters is because the vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think people understand that vulnerability is, is essentially two ways. Is whenever you're opening up a conversation, you're actually being pretty vulnerable. And when you're trying to inquire in a conversation, that's also being vulnerable. When you're expressing yourself, of course, everyone knows 
essentially, I'm, I'm taking that as a big assumption that everyone knows that when you're expressing yourself, you're essentially vulnerable. You're you're open to to any sort of criticism, and you're not going to be ready for it at all. And so, yeah, that's what that aspect a lot that of, gets uh, lost is putting your viewpoint out there. Right now, you're vulnerable, right? And I think that's where my holdup was, and so I decided <laughs> to put myself out there finally because I, I for the for a long time there, I wasn't listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. I didn't have any particular reason why. I just was more back into my music vibes, you know, like. I go through waves. I listen to a bunch of music and then sometimes I want to listen to something funny. So I'll listen to a funny podcast and other times I'll listen to some serious stuff. And so I've, I've kind of gone down the road back mm-hmm. on to listen to some serious stuff. And I always liked how Joe Rogan presented his viewpoints and even the guests that he brought on they're They're just interesting and just the viewpoints that they had. And so the one I watched was about, Tulsi Gabbard, however you say her last name. I think you said it a lot better than I. Tulsi Gabbard? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so she is denouncing from the Democratic Party. And is that right? Denouncing, right? Is that the right word? Or um, removing well, herself from the Democratic Party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Renou- more so, like renouncing. Yeah, renounce. And so she's essentially becoming independent. And as I looked on Twitter and listened to her announcement, I was scrolling through all the replies. And one of them kind of got to me. And it was essentially, I was just like, I don't see. And I know when you're in the Democratic Party, you're going to say certain things to really, for the masses along the Democratic side, right? And one of the viewpoints on the Democrat side is, like, essentially, no guns. At least that's where I'm taking it, right? And she expressed that intent, and she didn't really express, like, no guns, but she expressed... Responsible guns, reasonable, arms. logical... Yeah. Common so, sense gun laws is what I think she said. Yes. She, she was kind of wanting to tighten it up a little bit, make it, make it a little bit more cleaner, make it kind of just so people that are unreasonable... <laughs> don't have a hand of it essentially right right. so someone had posted a few pictures and a screenshot of what she had said and her a picture of her Mm -hmm. holding a a military style gun at a tactical games and and it says it in the screenshot of that picture that she's at tactical games and so i'm not thinking there's nothing wrong with it and i I, right and my standpoint on guns is i would say it's pretty muddy like I, I really, I am a type of person that you do what you do and more power to you. If you want to have, it was called tactical games, right? Right. It was called tactical games. I've never heard of this before, but I mean, a strong viewpoint. Yeah. What was that? No, I was just saying, uh, so so for people that don't know what tactical games are, because I, I, I don't either, but apparently it's, it's like a place where people, you can, you can have events there. It's it's a, a a location, a venue of sorts. That's I guess out, out in the open. It's kind of like a shooting range or like obstacle course kind of thing too. Right. So so it's, it's like essentially a, they have a Texas for, shooting academy, right? stronghold, etc. Like that. So you're out there renting equipment or whatever 
um, to to do these some of these uh, these sort of uh, engage, use some of these weapons and and train or do something like that. And it's, sometimes it's just for fun. Um, I guess team uh, promoting team unity or things like that too or right. whatever. Right. So the the guy posted those and he he did quotation marks along with it values and I'm just like please clarify I don't see an issue with firing a gun like that and then having the the expression of or wanting sensible gun rights right mm-hmm. I don't see an issue in that and so it went on and it I didn't think it was going to create more comments or anything but it did and so I'm, I still have a tough time grasping, and I know Gabe here has a different viewpoint on this, but mm. I have a tough time on grasping the entire thing, the entire gun control of it all. And, and he, as we're, we're kind of talking before this, and that there is a mass of population that does not understand, Right that what AR is. And I think that's where everyone is getting driven to, at least on one side of the, the where the division, let's put it that way for right. talking purposes, where the division is, where the left side is more on, Hey, no ARs a lot are allowed. Right. And yeah, we can uh, dig into yeah. that even more. Yeah. But, because uh, I think what we're talking about in the conversation and, and what I've seen a lot of like, uh, I tend to, I mean, I would consider myself more of a libertarian. I try to stay more middle ground, middle of the road kind of thing. And unless a lot of, it's, that's become really popular for a lot of conservatives or whatever to say now, instead of, since now saying you're conservative seems to be so taboo and like something that you get bashed for or whatever. But I would, be, can, I do consider some myself more of a libertarian. It's like, go out, uh, Respect each other, respect, uh, be free, do the things that you want to do it or with the respect of other people, etc. Whatever. I mean, I know I'm paraphrasing and just kind of like just throwing little blurbs up, blurbs up there. But I mean, what I like shows like The View, which I really I just can't stand. Like I, I get I get so uh, so impatient sometimes. And, and, and it's something that I, I know I need to work on as far as being impatient with these people and everything. But the thing is, they have such a large platform and a large audience. And when they talk about like ARs, which is one of the biggest things that everybody's always talking about when they talk about gun control, um, which is fine. Like when I got my my handgun, we're talking about that earlier. Also, when I got my handgun, I went to like, I think it was a Bass Pro shop or one of those. And um, I had to go through a background check. I mean, it took less time for me, um, I guess, because of my name and all that. Sometimes that's what what determines how long uh, a background check goes and everything. But it was just a nine millimeter handgun. And uh, for personal defense, um, concealed carry, etc. I went through a background check. I, d- I did that, and uh, that it came back, and I'm, I'm like good. Within like 15, 30 minutes, I was able to walk out with my gun and everything. That's fine. But people think that like when they when they hear an AR, oh well, it looks intimidating. It's a rifle. It's got the little thing, and you can add things to it, and accessories, and it looks like a bit like, like intimidating. But an AR does not stand for assault rifle. And every time I've seen it on, on a bunch of newscasts and places like The View, they think that an AR uh, is an automatic rifle. It, it's not an automatic rifle. It's It stands for Arma Light Rifle. 
it's not assault rifle 15 it's an armalite rifle it's uh and and it's a it's a semi-automatic weapon so uh, uh simplest terms i guess you could say is that uh you have to pull the trigger every time you want to for it to fire around same way as a pistol like the nine millimeter that i have for concealed carry that typically most people don't have a lot of issue with it shoots at the same more or less the same rate so it's not like it it's not like you hold down the trigger and it starts shooting rapid fire it's not one of those things that you see like on the movies it's like nah, it's not doing that i'm not say hello to my little friend or anything right. like that you know it's it's a it's, right. a it's a it's a weapon and a lot of times it's used for like i think hunting or just sport for sport or whatever right but these people like think that it's um it looks intimidating, so it naturally it's going to be uh, a weapon that you should be afraid of and everything like that. Now, have they have it, has it been used in in shootings? Yes, but really, more often than not, uh, mass shootings, which I would consider more like there are far more mass shootings as far as uh, drive by shootings or things like that that have been used with have been uh, carried out with handguns or regular weapons yeah. like that not using AR. So I, it's like yeah. the argument is kind of like i mean it just you want to start there because it looks intimidating it's probably the easiest target to try to get a, a ban and that if you really actually want to respect the second amendment rights and the second amendment law whatever on the on the bill of rights then you want to i mean that's something that you need to respect as well it's not something that you're going to take to to battle with you i'm sorry you're going to say something no uh, uh, i was just kind of in a way agreeing with you that mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the counter when it comes to people arguing the fact mm-hmm. that assault those ARs are not. I want to say essentially nothing, but they're not. When we, when the masses are associating ARs, they they associate it with the shootings, the mass mm-hmm. shootings, right? But then their counters when it comes to that is well, a majority of those mass shootings were also carried out with handguns. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it gets all muddled and everything. And then whenever I talk to people on either side, like I, I get the passionate side on protecting people. I get it. I'm all for it. And mm-hmm. that's why I push for having stricter gun laws. And at, at the same time, I don't think it's plausible to completely ban, ban them. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's in out of consideration on with the people that are essentially using it for their welfare and for yeah. their protection, right? And so I just don't like the argument when people make it to where it's their second amendment right, right? Mm-hmm. The the right to bear arms. And I think this is this is some something that probably is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. We have mm-hmm. a change of times, right? We are not living in the 1800s, 1700s, or whenever that the yeah. Constitution was made. I'm sorry that I hurt anyone's feelings that I don't know on the top of my head when the Constitution was written. Okay, I'm not a history buff. but Yeah, but you know what we do have here is we have Google. <laughs> That's what I've kind of been doing. To look up and be like, well, you know, it was. No, I'm not going to do that right now. All right. Everybody gets the point. The, the Constitution was written ages ago and mm-hmm. times have essentially changed do you not think that we can now avoid whatever has is written in that constitution mm-hmm. well see, not really i, I want to say completely kind of avoid. With you a little that's bit probably a poor choice of word uh-huh. i'm saying like reconsider 
and apply it to the times now. Mm-hmm. I think things I, I agree have to with change you. in that direction. I do agree with you. I do agree with you um, to a certain extent, to a certain point. Because I mean, let's let's take let's take something that's that's uh, happening now, currently. Okay, uh, Ukraine uh, with uh, the invasion of Russia into Ukraine and all that. Now, um, I don't think necessarily that an Arma light rifle, an AR-15, is really a a, a, a weapon you want to take into a gunfight against. A military like Russia or anything, but it is a, a weapon that you can use to protect yourself. Now, let's say that if if if, the, uh, if these people had the same rights to to bear arms, the right to bear arms to protect yourself, your family, your property, and, and your, your, all that, you have an invading force like Russia coming in. And if that population was armed and had that right and and exercised that right and were as passionate about the right as far as as law as as much as a lot of the, the people in the United States are in different pockets of the United States are, if they were armed, for instance, like we live in Texas, there's a lot of people in Texas that are armed and uh, and right. some of them are heavily armed. Some of them are not. We have a friend of ours uh, from from our, our social group that uh that has a bunch of weapons. Like we hung, I hung out with them. It's a, our, our redheaded friend and our young redheaded friend. Not to, not, I don't know about mentioning names or anything like no, that. They're going to want to be, you know, respectful. Let's not call of that. anyone out here. Yeah, exactly. But I, I was hanging out at his place, and he has all sorts of weapons and everything. I'm like, if if something were to go down, if she were to go down, like it was over there in in, in Ukraine, we got invaded by somebody or like that or some shit like that was going down. Uh, that's one of the first places I would want to go is with him because. Right, got stuff to protect yourself. Do, and the thing is, um, the government kind of can you can do the same thing thinking. for government, huh? Do you not think that's kind of an extreme level thinking? It's, it it is it is, but the thing is, like extreme when, when, situations when, happen. I, I I say that because whenever it comes to one side saying the reasons why they do not want to have firearms, the other side likes to go to that extreme, right? Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah, and. The one side, I'm going to say the left side, the left side goes to the extreme and then the right side is like, well, no, come on, we have to have this. And But mm. it's okay for the right side to go to that extreme. Like, I understand. For, yeah. to, to where I draw the line is for, for pleasure and we're going to use it for protection. Is it going to be mm. used for the extreme of an invasion? Very yeah. unlikely, right? Very unlikely. But the only point I was trying to make is that it does happen, and you would think that that you know, well, this Constitution and that Bill of Rights was written years ago, centuries ago, or whatever, and it's not something that can be applied to nowadays. But I'm like, obviously, well, if you, it, it hasn't happened in the United States since the Civil War, really. But can it happen? Yes. Now, oh, is it going to be as effective fighting against a, a government like the United States, where we have weapons uh, so much? We have a we have we're very armed. We're very well armed. Our military is very well armed. We have fighter jets and tanks and right, all that. We can't take on our military. All right. However, so, you, so you back in the day, the... the reasons why it was right to bear arms was yeah. to, to stick up for against the British mm-hmm. army because they, yeah. it needed to happen at that time. Right. But and even so... still, even still like take a look at like uh history um, with the Vietnam war. Uh, a lot of, a lot of like the, the Viet Cong um, weren't, as well equipped i mean yes they were they were equipped with where they're being supplied by the russians etc and whatever you want to say yes 
but were they really really as well organized or as well armed as the United States Army? Not necessarily. Not right. necessarily. Were, yes, and, and then also the Iraqis during the Iraqi war, uh, the insurgents or whatever you want to call the the the, the people that, that were there, Taliban and all that. Force going to a different country. So are mm-hmm. you saying like if they were armed, they would have an advantage or are you saying like the, well, the thing is not necessarily be, this, they were had an advantage, but chance. you see that our success wasn't as as uh, as massive as it could have been. Um, and even, using well, an, that, that, that's not that's not really accurate. Was using in a military, but, using in a military style is uh-huh. that's understandable, right? I think we can all right. agree on using it when it comes to that case. Mm-hmm. It is understandable to use it. Even though we want to avoid it at, at all costs, I don't oh, think we, we want to go into any argument and be like, "Well, you know what? I'm going to start a war with you." I don't think yeah. any any country really wants to do that outside of Russia, of course. But sorry, that might get taken down just for that. But right, I know, I know, right? Like, I mean, who, I don't. That's something that we really need to also know as far as what <laughs> like standards are and all that. But the I mean, my point's yeah. more on the long the lines that is that everybody thinks that oh, it can't happen. It can't happen here. It can't happen here, and that law is outdated, and we should get rid of it. I'm like, no, um, we I'm shouldn't necessarily just dismiss it. Now, I think that I, I'm very much I in am. line with you, and I totally agree with you as far as gun control laws and everything, because there are a lot of people that, for some reason, and and this is my also my problem with the whole thing too, because um, I'm very much agreeing with the fact that there should be background checks and right. um, the loopholes. The loopholes um, that with the uh, with the uh, gun shows where people don't have to necessarily. I think they don't. I, I don't think the or it's very lax how you don't have to do background yeah, checks or something like that at the I, gun shows. That was mentioned in what she mm-hmm. had. I kind of remember a little bit like, about it. Wait a minute, I just don't know too much. Yeah, yeah but there's a, there is a way to get around some of that stuff. Um, going to a gun show and buy weapons. Before I haven't been to a gun show. I have, believe it or not. <laughs> but like I mean, yeah. I was I didn't I didn't know how to feel. I walk in and I'm just like I felt so out of place because I've I've shot a gun before that, right? Yeah. So I did not feel great when after I shot it and I've understood why I wouldn't probably ever own a gun, mm-hmm. even though people are telling me you should. And maybe over the years, it might that viewpoint might change, and I might end mm. up owning one, right? But whenever I got in there, this was the time when Trump was president, right? And so mm. I get in there, and you see all these Trump hats. So my association right away is, I'm going to meet a lot of racist people. Right. And I'm a brown guy, right? Obviously, you can tell I am of color. Yeah, And so... <laughs> I go in and I just see a bunch of white people and I'm just like, whoa, shit. Um, what did I get myself into? But the only reason why I went is to really experience something that was out of my own element, right? See, but not everybody's self-aware like that with like as, as you are. Because I've, I've gotten into conversations and debates about people with, with about gun laws. And I haven't even – I haven't been to a, to a gun show and, and I'm like standing up for all this stuff but or whatever. Um but there's not a lot of people – there's a lot of people that – well, there's not a lot of people that are self-aware enough or willing enough to step out of their comfort zone to go see what 
with with the deal is with an open mind and not being apprehensive. Because some some people will wind up like, oh, fine, fine, I'll go, but they go with this closed mindedness, right? And they're looking. It's almost like you're right. looking for right. for something to confirm that all these people are racist and a holes right. and all this crap. Right. Right. But with, well, so go, continue about your your uh, your experience. I'm yeah, kinda and then what I what I got from it, it's it's great that you bring up that point because what I got from it was a lot of the majority of the people were buying those guns for fun, for show, just to just to have it for for essentially it was a it was a hobby, right? Yeah, it's almost like collecting cars. They were just collecting guns, and I and I kind of understood that, right? Yeah. And at the same time, like. I wonder how the background check was done on that. Now that opens yeah. up another. I'm just like, wait a minute. Yeah. How was the yeah. background check done? And and the buddy that I went with, he did have the background check done on him. And so, but then now when they're saying, yeah, tighten up on the gun show background checks, and I'm just like, wait a minute. So was yeah. it lax? Is it lax to where like any anybody, any mentally unstable person can go in there and just buy yeah. a gun and just... Now that's yeah. where it gets scary, and that's, that's where, where it gets sketchy. And I agree, I agree, because like not everybody should have. I I totally agree that not everybody should have a gun. Not everybody should have a gun. I I have somebody that I know, um, uh, who always was talking about guns and like advocating for all that kind of stuff. Like, oh yeah, buy a gun, get a gun, get a gun, Gabe. Blah 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 blah. Always, always, always. And one of the biggest things, the reasons why I didn't want to buy a gun was because of that person. Because of how, just to me, it seemed really irresponsible the way he handled his weapon. Um, he was always like, he would always like show me, hey, look, check it out. And he's like, he shows me that he's like, carrying. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, carrying. But like every freaking time, it gets annoying. And it gets like, oh, dude, you're, you're, it almost, it started rubbing me in a way that it, it, it made me feel like he was, like it was like a toy, like a big boy toy. And like, I don't trust people like that. It's like necessarily, I mean, he, he seems to be very safe. He knows he knows his his uh, gun safety and he's cautious and all that at well, whatever. But the fact that he still it it just sounds like 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 childish the way he he goes about that and that makes it's, me feel it's, it's a little awkward, right? Being it's a little awkward. Yeah, and other people like that I know like when you take I, a, like, a person out, like one of your guy friends, and they see a bunch of girls and <laughs> they just make a whole scene out of it, right? And yeah, so yeah, it just becomes awkward and you're just like. Dude, it's no big deal. It's just a girl, you know. Like, yeah. Are you calling chill. me out? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's just like you know. And then there's other people that just I mean, they have no business, or they really need to go and and. Uh... <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> they really need to. You heard that one? Yeah, I heard that one. I probably shouldn't have given my cat's catnip. Yeah, because right now I don't know if that's what it is. I, I don't know hyped up right why now. you give them catnip at all. They don't need it. <laughs> I know, no kidding. They're all going left. Yeah, yeah, anyway, two crazy cats. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, and and like, there's people that just have no business carrying weapons, or need, they really need to consistently go and get uh, training in classes. And that, that's also one thing that I also did do is as soon as I got my weapon, is I went and I got my my training, my classes to the, um, shortly after I got my weapon, like maybe a year or so, um, they came out with a law where they said, uh, in Texas where you don't need to have a license for concealed carry. Yeah. Uh, but I went ahead and even if they, even if it was after that fact, so what, um, what does that mean? Like, I, I, I know a lot of people 
were not after that came out were not essentially safe on that and so yeah. f- for the audience what what does that mean i don't i don't i don't even truly know what it means well, and i, I think, didn't take the time to educate yeah, myself I think on the it the state of texas is is now officially i don't remember because i know things gun laws change a lot which is another thing i also signed up for um uh, Texas Law Shield, I think is what it's called, and they update you on the gun laws, and they provide you with uh, what well, we'll let's just start from the beginning, I guess, from at least my process, and then we'll branch out from there. Is I went and got my my certification, my 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 classes. So get they you go and get a a gun safety class, and they make sure you know about all the laws and how to operate your weapon. You know, uh, never point your gun at anybody. When you're unloading, loading, show, showing, or doing anything, you always point away from people. You know, it's never pointed at yourself or anything. Always treat a weapon like it's loaded, regardless if the person said it's not loaded. They say, "Oh no, I don't. It's not loaded. I don't have anything." That they take out the magazine or whatever, or the clip, the magazine, depending on the weapon. Um, you always treat it like it's like it's um like it's loaded. You open, you check, and make sure there's no no. no uh, they teach you all that 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 make sure that there's no round in the in the barrel, etc. And uh, they teach you about the gun laws that are and, and what what uh, when you're allowed to use your weapon, etc. And also, um, they also train you, at least the class that I took, in how to de-escalate situations. And this is so all not, for getting a license. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I mean, I think it's very useful. It it, it gives perspective from a professional about, wow. about how to treat your weapon or weapons in general. And they teach wow. you how to de-escalate. They tell you you need to de-escalate things before you even reach for your weapon. Is like make sure that you know somebody's being aggressive with you or whatever. You don't know if they're trying to mug you or they're being whatever. You don't know what's gonna what, what kind of person's coming at you, right? Right. Which is why you have a, a weapon to protect yourself for self defense, but. You don't automatically go to your weapon right away. You try to de-escalate the situation, and sometimes it de- it gets defused and whatever. Right. And sometimes pulling out your weapon, or or at least reaching for your weapon, or showing, or, or uh, showing that you have a weapon or something like that, or kind of like whatever, doesn't intimidate the person, doesn't defuse the situation. Ask- actually, can escalate the situation. Somebody will get defensive, like, "Oh, you're gonna pull your gun on me," or blah, blah, whatever, and get in your face, right. and it leads into something worse. So right. they, t- they typically say, you know, you need to defuse the situation. Now you only pull, you only reach for your weapon if you really need to use it. If you're going to use it with the intention to protect yourself, that's the only time that you're going to pull your weapon is when you really need to defend yourself. That that's right. the last that's last and scenario, last this case is scenario. All taught when you're mm-hmm. getting a license, right? When I'm getting my license. Um, and then they take you to the the range, and they they they, you know, they uh, actually, check now, your proficiency. Now I actually see what these people were talking about. Not, not, yeah, I would feel unsafe and uneasy too, because I, I I would think having that type of training, because it's it's a weapon that it's almost like a car, right? Yeah, absolutely. in a sense, it's a sense, and in a sense, you need in order to drive a car. You have to have a driver's license. You have mm-hmm. to go through that proper training. And I think that should be the same case when yeah. you're having a gun. You should go and, through that proper training in order to handle the gun yeah. in a proper way. I think and, and, having and the a license to carry is important. And, yeah. And if removing you're gonna that carry license. It, yeah. If you're going to carry it, I think it's, I think, I think getting your license and getting those, those classes is, is, is essential if you're going to own a weapon. Um, you don't need it if if you're not going to carry it. If you're not going to carry your weapon, you don't need to get a license. 
In other words, you can buy a gun. Anybody can buy a gun as long as you and, – and, and the I would agree with the law that says you have to get a background check to own a weapon. But anybody can own a weapon, right? Um, you as just can't carry it if you don't have a license. Check. Yeah, you can't right. carry it if yeah. you, you can't open carry or you can't conceal carry uh, if unless you have a, a, a license is what, what it was originally. Uh, before, it was like you can buy a weapon. You have to keep it on your property. So you can you can keep it in your car. If you don't have a license, you can keep it in your car. You can't carry it anywhere else. You can keep it in your car or you can keep it at your house right. in your place of residence. So on your property, you can keep it um, without if a license. If you have a license. No, without a license. Without a license. It. Okay. You can keep it in your house. You can keep it in your car um, without a problem. Um, they were licensing people to carry it with you uh, because then you have to you, – then you, since you're carrying it around with places and with you and all that and, mm-hmm. and interacting with people while you're armed, um, you have to be trained. So that's important. I think that's, I think that's fair and I think that's right. Um, now, if you don't want to carry it, you want to keep it just to protect your – when you're at your house for like intruders, home intrusions and stuff like that. Then you just keep it at your house and you don't have to carry it with you anywhere or keep it in your car uh, like for for muggings when you're when people are getting carjacked or things like that. Then you have it in your car. But then with the, the thing with the, the thing with the house, I mean with the car thing is you definitely can't go out and party. <laughs> you can't go out drinking and partying and have your gun in your in the uh, the car within reach. So the thing is you put that in your trunk. Where you can't get to it because no. if you've been, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be driving and, and being in your car drunk anyway. But and and actually, even when you're even when you're carrying car, no matter what, mm-hmm. within reach. Is that what yeah, you're yeah, and oh, and you can't you can't carry your gun when you're when you're drinking anyway either. Right. That's why, like a lot of bars or bar and grills or whatever, yeah. they'll they'll have a a, a percentage. Like if they serve a percentage of amount of alcohol, bar, you shouldn't. You're not allowed to carry at all. But this exactly, yeah. What? I'm reading uh, 2016. Okay, yeah, I think so. I th- and it, I think it's been like the law like that for quite a while. Um, so I think that even before that, huh? like without the license to carry, now you can just carry it wherever. Is that how it goes now? Yeah, I think you can carry. I think you can carry now um, without a license, just not at bars. Like you can any anywhere that that you can. Uh, I mean, you can go to a liquor store. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I have to I have to check that again. But I think you can go into almost any store unless they have like an actual. They'll have like signs posted outside that you can't carry a gun, uh, or the, they have stipulations out there. And what, um, that makes sense, right? Yeah, and then like 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 an Applebee's something right here. Yeah, and like I said, at you're, certain restaurants, you're you can in a carry different state you, of mind. You're not gonna flip your shit and just like exactly the place. Well, because I mean, uh, inhibitions go out the window. I mean, oh, of course, you know, we, we all, all know that. that. I'm sure we've all faced that at some point in our lives. You and me have a have a have a gun that we carry with ourselves all the time that can wreck our lives and somebody else's lives. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be shooting those. I mean, some people shoot blanks, but, <laughs> but you could get yourself into some trouble uh, when your inhibitions go down, and that's something yeah. that's biologically attached to you. And uh, much more, you should be more oh, safe with something like that too. Or what are we talking about? Dude, you uh, just, uh, guns you and talk? sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> guns and sex. <laughs> <laughs> dicks, son. I was talking about dicks. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, topic change. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's all on the same subject. Uh, as far as I mean, if you're going to protect yourself and be careful with that kind of thing, if you, you know that that's a danger, that when your right. inhibitions are down, you're gonna you can you can change your entire life. Same thing with like. Uh, and and the, I would definitely principle. say that's common sense, but yeah, it should be not. A lot of people yeah. are not going to think like it's wrong to carry that. They're not going to be aware enough to be like, oh, it's actually bad if I carry this along with me as I'm yeah. having a few drinks and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, it's, it's smart to go get your lessons and all that. And plus one of the things that they offered there, they had somebody come talk to us. This text, I mentioned it before, this Texas Law mm-hmm. Shield, I believe is what it's called, which I signed up for because believe it or not, even if you use your weapon to protect yourself and it's a justified shooting, um, you can still go to jail. So, the way they explained it, if I remember correctly, um, like for instance, I was mentioning to you this before. The reason why I got my gun was um, a couple of years ago. There was a shooting at a church down the street from where my parents live in Fort Worth. I think it was over there by Lake Worth, somewhere around there. And um, the guy walked in there and was uh, shooting people. And he didn't really get too far and didn't really cause a whole lot of damage because a member of the church was armed. And he was carrying his weapon and he was able to put that person down before he really caused a lot of damage. And the thing is, they t- they'll take you to the Texas Supreme Court. Um, I believe it's where they take you to the Supreme Court. And they they lay out the situation and the, the circumstances of the shooting. And they'll say, yeah, you were you were justified in your shooting. You protected yourself. It was a it was a good shooting. It was a clean shot shooting. Uh, you're justified. You're legally protected. You're you're fine. I mean, you're legally allowed, and it's within the law. You're fine by the Texas Supreme Court. However, um, if that shooter had uh, a wife with children, and you, and he was the primary provider, or whatever the 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 main breadwinner, and you ended his life, even though he was killing people, you can be sued civilly in in civil court or whatever. Uh, by their family for putting them in a situation where they lost their main breadwinner and now they're going to be put in a poverty or situation like that. They can sue you for that. And you can right. go to prison or whatever after that. Even though the state of Texas say it was a good shooting, you can still be uh, brought up on charges from that. So right. I signed up for Texas uh, uh, Law Shield or whatever it's called. Um, so if I were to ever get into a situation like that, then my, my the shooting was justified. It was a good it was a good shooting. I mean, clean shot, whatever they call it. Um, it's justified. You're you're in the clear by Texas law or whatever. Um, they provide you with legal help and uh, lawyers and etc. So they will represent you um, to protect you from liability from that because you're responsible for every round that leaves your gun and your weapon. And the thing they also they, t- they tell you is like if you have to use your weapon for uh, an intruder or anything like that for whatever reason, you always call a, an ambulance for whoever was shot and for yourself. Because right. some people think that even though they didn't get shot, they didn't get injured or anything, you're still in a state of shock, and it also protects you because you're right. being reviewed, you're being looked over, and making sure that you're in full cognizance, etc. And that so it's another level of protection. They tell you always do that. And, uh, and always call your, your representation. So the thing is, there's a lot that goes into it. So you have to be responsible with your weapon. And yeah. so it's, a, it's really important. You, do, you can't just have, you just can't have every 
Tom, Dick, and Jerry, I think is what the, the, that saying is. You can't just, uh, Harry, yeah, Tom, Dick, and Harry um, armed with weapons. I mean, you, yeah. I, I see the yeah. benefits and the logic and the common sense for there to be gun laws. But you also but they can't. have to be yeah. refined, right? <laughs> you, would, you would agree that they have to be drastically refined to where it's. I don't know if I would say drastically, but I definitely think they need to be ironed well, out, lined out. Do you not think like, if it's refined enough to where <laughs> it's going to at least decrease the percentage of mm-hmm. the guns being, being given or sold to the wrong hands? Yeah, yeah, right. I think, and I think that always makes I think sense. We, That's if, why, like, if it's refined enough to where there's the, we they cover a lot of the bases, because that's essentially what we're trying to do, and it's in everything, right? We can't make yeah. everything 100 percent foolproof, right? It comes Absolutely. to driving cars, it comes to handguns, it comes to so many different things that we can't really police to the greatest extreme. We have to do it as best as we can because essentially the government's responsibility is, yes, to protect us. And so that's where I think there should be no guns. That's where I start with Mm. my thought process, right? And then when it comes to essentially the second right, I don't view it as the right to bear arms, but essentially like... You have the right to own stuff that you're going to want to do and own. That's how I'm viewing things. I'm not, I'm not saying like that's how I'm viewing the Second Amendment. I'm just saying in general terms, like, we have the right to do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's where it's like, okay, in all <clears throat> consideration, yes, you can bear these arms, right? You can yeah. have them. But... We do not want them. This is where there has to be measures being taken to where it doesn't get into the wrong hands. And that's mm-hmm. where it starts getting very muddy. It, it, it starts right. getting... This is, this is where the lines get drawn, right? This is where it defines if you're left or right or if you're moderate or if you're libertarian, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Is, oh, which side are you on? And then you're, you, you, you say it, and then you're just essentially associated, and you're mm. you're 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 also canceled nowadays, right? Just yeah. by expressing yeah. just your viewpoint, mm-hmm. and you can be completely ignorant about it, like I am a lot of times. Like, and when it comes to the the gun rights, the gun control, anything regarding guns, mm-hmm. I'm very ignorant, and like I would love to be educated more on it, and just the benefits. See, and that's the, what it boils of, down of to. Of course, I know. Dude, was that? It always comes down to education, being being it knowledgeable, does. more more it and more does. informed, and and don't go informed by what the media tells you, because both yes. sides, like I know I like to bag on the rather rag on the uh, on the 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 leftist media and everything because they always like a, uh, just say thing every 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 source of me of of uh, I guess uh, the major media is biased to whatever side that they're on. It's, right. it's rare. Whoever's it's rare when they actually right? give you just the facts. Whoever is giving them the money, they're going to yeah. cater to those beliefs. Exactly. Right? So and that's how don't politicians are of too. Of and I don't think the masses understand. Hey, mm-hmm. all these politicians are filling out their pockets, and we're sitting here working. Yeah, now, we're sitting here I'll, arguing and fighting and, with each other and, and canceling yes, each, with other. each other. They're, and they're we're doing exactly what they're wanting us to do. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And the Man, thing is, like, it, I, was, I just going, pulled up going some back stats to the right education, now. going to the education that you uh-huh. mentioned it up, it is. This is something that I've probably been passionate about ever since I was like a little kid. When I was back 18 year old, I had always believed education is a big point. It's a strong thing. It's something that's important and something that has, is underrated for a long time. I, the, we as a people and even the government is overlooking this important aspect. We see it and mm. we see it as a problem, and, but we're doing nothing about it. And that, yeah. to me, that's probably the most frustrating thing because we're losing a lot of things when it comes to education. Absolutely. There's a lot of critical thinking that yeah, we critical lose thinking, when, it, exactly. when we're not properly educated. Exactly. When, because when we go through those extremes of being coming educated, we're losing critical thinking. And the reason yeah. why I say critical thinking, because nowadays, and I was in the system as a teacher, and nowadays everything's, yeah, just pass the test. Yeah, standardized. Like we can't push the, the students test. whatsoever, or otherwise the, the parents get mad, or, or, yeah. the, or the kids fuss. And it's like, no, 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 let's not do that. We need the numbers. We, we, <clears throat> we need the finances, right? We, this, we can't lose the numbers, right? Or we'll lose the grants or whatever it is, the money or the fundings. Mm. So let's just, essentially, it's curving the numbers by allowing all the behavior and just catering to, in Texas in particular, because I don't know how other states do it, but in Texas they have a, a test that they give out throughout the, I won't say throughout the year, once every year, isn't, isn't it every year, right? At Starting from a certain age, it's every year mm-hmm. on that you, you have to pass a certain test. It used to be tax. It used to be TOS back when I was a little kid. I don't know how many names it has gone through. Now it's like ELC, if I remember correctly. It could be a different name now. But anyways, that test is defining you to pass on to, to go on to the next grade, essentially. as long And, and at the same time, you, you pass all your grades. I mean, your classes. Right? right. This is where a lot of it gets lost. When there's, we're just catering to the numbers and we're catering to all the funding. There's no critical thinking. We're not putting the pressure on these kids. No, our, our education system is for, for crap, really. I mean, I just pulled up a, a quick stat thingy. Uh, we're not in the top 10 rankings worldwide as far it's as educational systems. It's Denmark, Finland, Japan. Canada, Sweden, Germany, Israel, Netherlands, Singapore, South Korea. Yeah, we're not it's there. bad. We're 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 way down there, and we, it's it's gone worse. Like, I remember mm-hmm. looking years ago how bad it was, and then I looked recently. And I was like, oh wait, I remember years ago I was like, oh we're only like top ten, I think, or top fifteen, or something like that. And now mm-hmm. it's like in the twenties, right? I think so. I wanna, what, what number are we on now? Let me see. Uh... Population. I'm not sure. Let's. I'll, I'll try to find it here. But it's that's the okay. thing is I don't know how this how they organize this thing. But the top the top countries the best education were the were the ten that I just read. Uh, and that's countries with the best education so educational system in 2020. Global Citizens for Human Rights put that out. The lowest rankings. Well, we're not in the lowest, and we're not in the in the highest. So. We're somewhere. How many countries is this, though? Yeah, that's the thing. Is I'm not sure. There's a lot of countries, but yeah, it has to be over a hundred, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and the right. thing is, and that 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 kind of this all ties back. You said that's why I really liked what you said about critical thinking. 
there's a lot of people that are smart, book smart. Is that whole that whole thing about being book smart, and street smart, whatever? There's some people that just don't that lack a critical thinking mechanism. They don't have. They don't really have what's called to common it. sense. We're just not wanting to for some <laughs> odd reason. Yeah, I think we're, we're, we have we're, the capability of critically think, but right. we're we're just not doing it. Yeah, I mean, and, and I that, think that's a big aspect of that mm-hmm. is just not pushing our own selves. Right? We're, yeah. we're we're taking the easy road, or we'll we'll just coast there's essentially. That, right? There's absolutely that. Um, there's a lot of the, it, it's you can't just put it on hang it on one issue or one thing. And I think that's right. what we hear. We hear a lot about that on the news and so, and everything. Everybody's hanging it on one one so certain item. And I know right now the biggest thing right now that I know I don't agree with it because uh, I think it's a waste of time. But it, you can't just hang the the situation of our or the 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 current the current uh, place of our education system on just this one topic. But the whole CRT thing and the whole uh inclusivity of the transgender lbtq community you can't just hang it on just that issue i i I don't think that they should be focusing and making such a big deal about um teaching that in schools um i think that we need to really think about what we're actually teaching our kids to think critically think logically make their own decisions don't be pushing agendas about these should 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 it be a uh, should at, at some point should it be talked about Yes, I think it should be because they're going to run think into it's it in the real early world. When we start talking but, about it at that age, maybe yeah, when the, they're a little bit that. older, maybe high school can get introduced as a yeah. as a yeah, but what's I mean, it called elective. Yeah, oh, we, we, that's an entirely main subject. Yeah, that's an entirely another subject. But I mean, if, if we can't if we can't really focus on educating our kids, I mean, one of the critiques of that some of these uh, conservatives people will, will, will make about that, which I think is a very logical for me. It, it makes sense. Their, their beef with that is that they're saying, you know, why are we teaching kids or why are we spending so much time teaching some of our kids or our, our children, whatever, in some of these schools about these gender identities and all that? Why are we spending so much time talking about that when they can't even read? There's people in like uh, the later years in elementary school, maybe sometimes even into middle school, that they can't read properly. I mean, some of these people, some of these kids, um, they they can they can read the words on the page, but they can't understand what's being expressed, the ideas, the context, the subtext uh, of right. these these uh, these things. So you guys are you, you're wasting your time I, teaching I them about this stuff, that age. but you can't, huh? I couldn't <laughs> either at that age. Yeah, I mean, but the thing I, is, that's what they, that's what you should be teaching your children, really, or focusing right. on teaching it, it, children it, is how but, to think. But critically. the great thing about that. Uh, as I say that is I was also being pushed to get better at it. I don't know how it is yeah. now. Yeah. But from what I've seen and how I've, I'm viewing it as is they're just passing along and other teachers uh, that I work with, they see that, yeah. that people, teachers just pass it along. I'm like, it's not my yep. problem anymore. And, and and not just and, that, but there's also, you can't even hang it just entirely on the, on the, on the school system either because, um, up until now that everybody's making a big stink about this and, and this criticism that I'm also making about conservative uh, families is they're, they're jumping up in arms about this, right? They're, they're getting bent out of shape. And I think it's logical and rightfully so that they do that. However, up until now, they were very content with not sending their kids out to school and being parented by their teachers. 
It's like they're they're they're, right. they're they're not teaching their their children at home. They're not uh, um, what's it called? Uh, bracing or 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 building up another knowledge outside of and interacting with their kids at home. They're not, in other words, they're not really being parents. They're not parenting their children once right. they get home from school and being involved right. and really teaching them and helping them to think critically and all that. They're, they were very happy and uh, sending their kids off to school and, hey, that's their problem. Take care of my kids. Right. They're treating, treating it like a daycare, and too. There's a, a large group of people that mm-hmm. that do that, right? And there's, mm-hmm. there's that. It's essentially become a glorified daycare, daycare. center. I agree. Right. And that's I think Is that's why that's why we can't think critically. Now it's your that's problem. why we have such an issue with with guns, with guns, and and with with um, with uh, cars. The, with 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 the thing that we're, the comparison we're making with that. Well, that's why people when they drive they get a license because it's a big responsibility and they have to be they have to learn about that. But even still now we run into I don't know I mean I know I complain to you all the time about that when we're talking on the phone. Uh, after work, driving home, when we're having our conversations, we complain right. about some of these idiots that are driving on the road. Now, I'm not a perfect right. driver, and I know I screw up sometimes. But there's some people that are not paying attention that are just like, I'm like, what are you doing on the road? Like, you're not supposed to do that. Turn oh, yeah. your blinker on. Like, how am I supposed to know behind be you that you're going to get in front bad of me? Ones. Like, it's, it's just horrible terrible. that people can't even be logical and 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 um, and responsible with that. And yet, and no, the and, one that uh, irritates me is when there's a huge gap. Oh yeah, yeah. I get that all the time. And I'm just like, guys, or come the person on. that's asleep at the like, I mean, asleep at the wheel when when they're like the first person in the line and the light's green, and I'm like, hey, dude, it's one, two, three, four. Dude, the light is green, and there's it's not just me trying to get somewhere. These people behind me also right. need to get other places. Right. You know, so right. it's not just that you're inconveniencing me; you're inconveniencing all these people behind you. Look, pay attention to the road when you're on the road. Um, this this little I, device. I can't always. Put complain about that I, I i've learned from those lessons actually yeah, it so happens, dude. It happens, i've stopped but... myself a few times at the at yeah. the at the red light and i'm like just browsing my phone and yeah and i'm Don't just get me wrong. This, i mean you know it does essentially happen, dude. How, how do i say it like you know how the youtube has that what what did we used to call it the youtube wormhole where you're just chasing oh, yeah. video after video on the, the rabbit hole that you just get like the, the tiktok is like that the tiktok yes short, and the youtube and so shorts I'll, I'll, i think i was reading other. articles and like yeah. I'll, I'll get into that because i'll just sit there just bored out of my mind waiting for <laughs> and i i think that's an issue right would you it say is. that's an issue well, nowadays is like we a have a, such a short attention span oh, yeah absolutely. that we get bored so easily at a at a traffic light which typically yeah. lasts 30 seconds right and we'll just instead of waiting those 30 seconds we're like yeah. no we need something to interest us or keep us busy for this time period because i cannot this, sit here for 30 seconds this spans generations too this spans generations too because oh yeah my dad yeah. who was in a, 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 another definitely a, a separate generation from us that had that right. oh back in the day we had to we had to we, we had to actually engage in conversations with people my dad is just as bad with the phone getting in and, and digging in and not paying attention when he's. I'm like, dude, you're driving. We, we've all gotten hooked. Yes, we've all gotten hooked. Like, and that's another thing dad, that also go back he, just he, to overarching. He's, he's fairly old. critically. He's he's not very much educated, uh-huh. but when he first got that phone, that's all I would see him do, and my mom would always complain about it. And it's just funny how you see a grown adult. Like of course, uh, at that time, I'm even now. I'm, I'm. You can say I'm a grown adult, 
but I, I, I'm baffled too because I'm just like, yeah. wow, like, dude, you're you're just as bad as me. You're just sitting on yeah, that phone absolutely. and just browsing away, and he's like reading articles and just finding like health stuff to look at. Oh yeah, and I'm obsessed with video. Anything that's video or audio, he's over this this time. Like, like he has reduced it. I don't see him yeah. as much going into it, but <clears throat> yeah, go go ahead. Oh, but that's, I mean, that's another thing that goes back again into the whole critical thinking and, and being aware and being, being present. And, and that's what we have so much this disconnect and there's so many, so much issues with, um, our education, with, uh, being common, having that common sense to be able to operate a motor vehicle or to be able to own a weapon. And, right. and people are so disassociated. I think that's another reason. I'm not, I'm not hanging it all on phones or anything because it's it. There's a lot of things that are just so tied into each other and have effects. Uh, they are. They, they, and it's and, all and that's why I think we have a, a, a bigger rise, a larger rise in shootings, like in schools and stuff like that, is because of that. I mean, it, all these things you you think that they're isolated in, incidents and the, or that they're not tied into another thing and they don't have ramifications of we as as a whole. People are very myopic. And and they don't they, they have a very small view and tunnel view and they don't think that okay well this little device yes. here that I'm using um isn't gonna have an impact in this part of my life. It's not gonna have an right. impact. Like, yes, it does. Right. It has an impact on, it, on a lot yes. of things. You don't yes. think about it, you don't see it, you know, but until you start but, actually But the thing is that we get wrapped up into our this is the reason why I think we're 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 using this a lot is because we get wrapped up into our world right mm-hmm. into our work into our social life so much that our only escape from our problems is this yeah right and it's an instant we, we gratification no exactly and it's instant gratification because i mean we have yes. we have instantaneous information we have instantaneous yes. uh all these things that just come at us real quick and we don't i think right. uh, we let it get away from us where we where we didn't master control of it and it's wind up taking control over us and it's affected right. every part of our life i think that's another one right. of why the reasons why, why we have um that that uh deficiency in the way we interact with the opposite sex too and why we right. have we're one of the 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 shorts videos One that thing. we were sharing and talking about earlier was this <laughs> we, we want things really fast right it's oh, just yeah, like yeah. hey <laughs> I, I, you know? I didn't know what you were getting at. i'm like are you <laughs> mocking me <laughs> no 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 no. but um that's why like uh that. that video i sent you about sure. where they were talking about how um uh oftentimes women don't go for men that are really more on their on their social level um, because they're seeing all this lifestyle that they're seeing other women and, and, uh, celebrities and all these people, they, they see that lifestyle and they want that lifestyle. So they're trying to go after people who are going to go, uh, get that, get them to that lifestyle. Right. Same thing with the guys. Right. They want to go after the yeah. women that fit in that lifestyle that, Oh, look at this hot chick that I have in my arm, whatever. When really right. the person that you want to be really with wanna... is a, this kind of woman over here, this woman over here. Right. Is the kind of woman that you actually need in your life, and you should go for. Right, but you want right. to go for the visual thing, the lifestyle, the image, and we're all about that because that's yeah. all we're bombarded that's, that's with. We're Every freaking for, yeah. video, there's always these TikTok girls or this that yeah, girl, yeah, yeah. and these influencer yeah, yeah. guys that have these alpha male kind of things and everything. I'm like, dude, really? Right, right, yeah. No, no, no. You, 
you hit it spot on because from from my perspective and what I've experienced, yes, I've actually met women that are just into following these celebrities and just mm-hmm. like into their fashion and they just want to be just like them. And I'm just like, why? Like, be you. Like, why do you have to be like them? I get it. On following trends, I get it. But then they're just like, oh, you know, this actress did this, so I'm going to do this too. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, guys, like, have your own identity. Make your own own way. Like, that's important. Let's be a little more authentic. I need to be a size zero. Sense. I need to have big, big boobs and, right. and a big ass right. and all that. I mean, right. and don't get me wrong. It's nice to look at. <laughs> you know, of course. Uh, guys, we're, we're visual yes. beings. As, you know, as, as a man, yeah, of course it is. But yeah. there's so much more substance behind all that. And that's what I think that's where exactly. it all gets lost. That women understand that too. And that's where mm-hmm. a lot of men are not understanding, like, hey, guess what? These women that are actually going after these guys, they're not only going after the looks. I know it might look that way, mm-hmm. but actually, they're actually wanting a decent guy, like, has some substance, has some, like, you know, some purpose in his life, has some responsibilities, can take care of himself, can, you know, is a little more driven. They they essentially want protection, right? Yeah. And so but on the flip it's, side it's of things, it's a facade, though. Like some of these gentlemen yeah. that they're that they're chasing after because of the looks and what they think they they associate because of celebrities, because of the also the prince charmings that you see in romantic comedies, etc. All this stuff. They that's why they look at the they're almost they've almost become as bad with the visual as much as guys are visual people. Right. That we're gonna that typically guys want to go after the hot chick because we're visually right. driven. Um, right. Girls will see that and they they associate that with uh, some sort of success and and actually being a well rounded man, a real well rounded right. individual. But then you, you they start dating them and we we have criticisms with one of our friends in the, in one of the groups and I've seen this in um, some of the the women in my group over here in my part of Texas now that. Um, they pursue these gentlemen and they're always complaining and talking to me and to other people about, oh, I just got, I just broke up with another, this guy, all men are trash. This guy's just like this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I start seeing their posts and kind of going back to the history a little bit. I'm like, you realize you're dating the same guy. I mean, I know it's not right. the same, same dude, but you're dating the right. same kind of guy. So uh, maybe you're focusing too much on a certain type of thing. Right. Right. They're, they're trying to maybe like check some boxes that mm-hmm. really shouldn't be checked. Maybe there's other boxes that they're not, they're overlooking that should be mm-hmm. checked instead. And, and that going back to it, I don't know how many times we're going to mention this, but it, it does take self-awareness. Yeah. And this is where it takes like, what do I really need? And yeah. it took me a while because originally just like every other man, I'm all thinking, yeah, I want a decent looking woman. But then as I delved into it, I'm like, it's not really about having a very hot, you know, having that 10 or, or, you know, whatever celebrity, you know, look like mm-hmm. them and whatnot. It's, I, I've learned that I actually want more substance. I actually want someone that can have a conversation that is smart, that is intelligent, that can, you know, is driven. And that it is emotionally aware and and, uh, and yeah has and yeah. They have their defects. Everybody's gonna have their defects and their hangups and everything. Right, but somebody who's right. aware of it, kind of working on it, or continuously, you know, it, it, yeah. de- 
you know, own, and 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 owns up to it. Like there's, that's another trend that's happening on both sexes is that uh, they don't take responsibility and accountability for their actions and for who they are. It's it's always the other person's fault. Man, yeah. they, all, all women are the same. All they want is this, and women this, and blah blah blah. Just use them and which, broom which them that, and whatever. That can like, be no, said and done to a certain extent, right? That the the, mm-hmm. the blame is there for the other person to a certain extent, Absolutely. but it can't be fully given to them. You're like, no, yeah. this weight is all yours. Like, yeah, the problem that we I had it was all one, your fault. It wasn't, yeah, shared at all. It wasn't yours. I forgot which one of the the podcasters or, or video people that we watch all the time, whatever um said said it one way i think well no jordan peterson's another one that said it uh to the effect of um it's not all women that are bad or all men that are bad um really what's the common denominator here like if, if, if you keep on running into the same issue and the same problem all people are don't have a, it's not all people that have that problem maybe it's you that has a problem maybe you're the right. problem. maybe it's you right. Because not all and, and these people, hard all these do. people can't be bad, you know. And that's the thing. All these people that, that's hard to do to to mm-hmm. take that mirror and put it on yourself and like look. It's into uncomfortable, it and, just... and that's that's sad because that means that 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 you can't even be vulnerable to yourself. So if you can't be it's vulnerable scary. to yourself, it's, how are you going to be and vulnerable to somebody else? It, it, it is scary to mm. open up what you are and who you are and being real with yourself. It is very Absolutely. scary. And trying to resolve whatever you're going through, that's very scary. It's not comfortable. It's no joke. It's it's true. It's that shit is like, especially when you go down that rabbit hole, you're you're facing some demons that you didn't even know you had, and so it's totally understandable not facing it. But Mm -hmm. the where where you have to face it is if you're wanting to change the the habits that you're continuing or the mistakes that you essentially mistakes that you're continuously making, right? What we're, what they're expressing is a mistake, right? And so for saying that, if you want to break that pattern, then yes, you're going to have to dig inside and you're just going to have to be really honest with yourself. And it's important to have a good support group. Why are you going down that journey? Because Mm -hmm. if you don't, it gets it's, it gets difficult by yourself because you 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 definitely need essentially I want to say an out but you you need mm-hmm. like support. I had this conversation one night when I was over at my cousin's for one of the taco fight nights and I I think you might I don't know if you were there or you might have left but one of their friends they made a friend with this girl at the bar and then she uh, asked her. Or I, we were talking about like uh, this whole relationship thing, whatever. And I mentioned that I actually value, or it does matter to me, what people think about me to a certain extent. To a certain extent, like let me and that's lay, important. Let me lay it out. Let me but lay we, it out. We the do. Way, we have to. We have to value mm, it to a certain extent. Yeah, because yes. I mean, I take everybody's criticism or their or their their view or their appreciation of who I am and how I show up with a grain of salt, obviously. Like I'm not just going to believe them exactly with because there, there's some people that have an agenda. Or there's just people that are just rotten, or whatever you might say, whatever. But I'll, I'm like, well, what? Like, I want to hear what they think about me, or how, what their impression is of me. Um, not because of my, uh, I have a fragile ego or anything like that. I'm like, look, how am I showing up? 
and we've right. talked about that a lot. The whole showing right. up thing is like, yeah. am I showing up the way that I want to? Am I am I reaching my goal? Like I need I need right. like a I need a critique every so often to see okay how yeah. am I actually coming up? It's how important. am I being uh, up, uh, approaching people? How am I coming across? Right. Like am I successfully right. coming across the way I'm trying to build myself and the way I'm trying to to polish myself? Right. Um. And then so like people can be critical and can say critical things and everything. I'll I'll hear it. I'll listen to it. I'll internalize it. Now, if I start hearing the same thing or certain things that are similar from other people, they might say these other things, and nobody's nobody's mentioned this other stuff. So I might put that to the side. But if if they pointed out A, B, and C, I'm like, okay, so I need to work on A, B, and C. These are right. things that are that are deficient yeah. in me. I'm like, right. okay, so I need to build up on that. I need to analyze right. why am I doing that, um, and all that, and then I'll work on that. But and, like, so and, and you're and, able and, to achieve that. Because mm-hmm. you are essentially surrounding yourself with people that are honest with you, that are able to be honest with you, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a there's a mass of population that are at least the ones that are having trouble and going through this and are essentially single or even going through a divorce or even in a broken marriage, whatever it may <coughs> be. They are not surrounding themselves with people that can be honest or even turn to people, a person that can be honest with them, just be straight up real with them. Like if you're messing up and if it it is your responsibility, like your fault, they're going to come out and tell you like, dude, that's your fault, dude. And then you have to have that difficult conversation. But I think that's where a lot of fault lies or not really fault, but a lot of the what people are missing on is surrounding yourself with the right people. And that Mm. is very important. I don't think people really value that part of living. And it's difficult to to read that out though. Sometimes healthy life surround Mm. yourself with the right people. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to weed out the right people. Um, It is because there are people that are dishonest and sometimes they're doing it uh, um, uh, consciously and other people are doing it unconsciously, but it, it's not uncommon. It's a it's a very it's a very common thing for people to walk around and wear a certain mask. Um, even around, among certain groups, some people outside will act COVID, a certain right? way in, some, in one group and another way in another. But they're people wearing masks. What? I said outside of COVID, right? Oh, outside of COVID, yeah. <laughs> wearing masks. Don't get me started on all that's that. Pretty lame, huh? <laughs> that was pretty lame of a joke. <laughs> Maybe I should do the clapping now. <laughs> Calvin but wants yes. to join and he's, he has his two cents. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, it, it is difficult to, to, to essentially make a decision on who you want to allow in your life in that group, in that tr- the circle of trust, for the lack yeah. of better words. <laughs> circle of trust. And, and so it, it is. It, it, it is a difficult a difficult path to take and and cutting out people is difficult it's not an easy thing and but it's it has to be happen it has to have have words right now uh it has to happen it's 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 difficult to go down that road but for your betterment you have to do that right and so that's that's what i have for for the people that are trying is those two things, and I, that's something I express to to many of the people is like surround yourself with the right people, and and if you're having trouble doing that, keep trying. You know, it's a trial and error thing when it when it comes to that. And then the yeah. other part is like be self aware. 
like have that audit on yourself and and go back and, and be like oh okay what where did i go wrong here what did i do here and and be honest and inquire with your friend too whoever it may be but it is important awareness is important awareness is important and then and then also not just being awareness cuz we know we have a common friend also that seems to come aware of what they're doing and their faults and like, I need to work out. I know I do this and I know, and I know it's, and this, that, and the other. That's whatever. not awareness. That is so awareness. Let's, let's define awareness because I think a lot of people think they're aware, mm. but they're not really aware. Okay. So awareness isn't just realizing mm. who you are and how you're showing up. It's also realizing the other part that a lot of people are missing when it comes to self-awareness is realizing that who you are and how you're showing up and how it's impacting your surrounding, mm-hmm. right? That part is where a lot of people get lost. And then if it's especially, specifically, if it's the impactful is bad, right? If, you're, mm-hmm. if, I am, if I'm saying something bad to you, right? For example... If I was saying something bad to you and you come back to me like, dude, you shouldn't have said that. And I'm going to reply, I, I see nothing wrong in what I said, right? That is lacking awareness. Is it awareness? You are lacking self-awareness there. In the, in, in the oh, true yeah. definition of self-awareness, that's what it is. It's, it's yeah. an intro and extra. Yeah. Well, the thing is, of, of awareness. Like, like this person that I'm referring to, is aware and aware of the impact and has said as much and as such and all that. The thing is there's a deficiency with an action of, with uh, uh, acting upon that. They can recognize it. They recognize the issue. They recognize the impact or how it can affect other people, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but there's a lack of forward motion or move. Or, so it's, it's, it's really for not, is really it's really for no, there, there's no there's nothing it's 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 kind of pointless. I don't right. I hate to sound it so it's, it just sounds kind of cruel or whatever to say that or I don't know what yeah, yeah, it, it sounds does. a certain way but it's like it sounds harsh I guess maybe is what it is right. is that they're aware but if you if you're aware of this if you recognize it if you can acknowledge it but you don't you don't do anything about it you even say that yeah I know it's something I need to work on or I'm trying to work on it but you're really that's, not that's doing a anything your problem about it now. No, it's yeah, it's a them problem, right? Yeah, but the thing it is, is they're definitely not doing a for... problem for them. Like that's an issue. That's a, absolutely. That, that's where you, I think a lot of people not get stuck. Now also, blame anyone if yeah. you're not going to change that part. You're not going to blame anyone, especially yeah. if the if the if the behavior becomes reckless to mm-hmm. the external, like the group of people, right? For example, and you're not going to really change or correct that, and yet you're going to put the blame on them. That means yeah. you you really don't care. You're essentially yeah. that's an asshole move. That's a yeah, very, it is an asshole move. An assholeish move, and you, you that's but not if you really know that truly you're trying being to work on it. You want to work on it. There's a desire to work on it, but you don't do anything about it. That's willfully being ignorant, or or yeah. um, or you're just I don't know. And and the thing is, it could tie into a lot of other things though. So it's, sometimes it's not sometimes it's not like something that's like. Uh, you're not trying to. It's not harmful to other people. Um, there's there's maybe some sort of issue or deficiency within them that's keeping them from resolving it and from 
fixing the issue within themselves or to or to correct it or to build or to grow upon that to get past that behavior. And they're just stuck there. And some people do it willfully because either they're afraid of the unknown or there's a, there's countless there's countless reasons why people can will, will do that. They're aware of it. They know it. And they don't do anything about it. Some people will will right. will, uh, will blame it on that's the way I was raised. That's all I saw. My dad was like this. Yeah. That's why I'm like that. I'm like, well, right. if you know, if you if you didn't like if your dad was like that to you, and you didn't like it growing up, and now you have your own kids, and you're engaging in that same behavior, knowing that you didn't like it, and you're not, and you're only doing it because that's what you saw. Why don't you try something different? You're gonna yeah. make your own mistakes, dude. Yeah. You're gonna make. You're always gonna make your well, own mistakes. You're gonna make new mistakes. Yeah, along that journey, that you are gonna make your own mistakes, and you can't. Yeah. You can't revert back on what you know and what you've seen. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's where it becomes tr- very difficult, especially when you're also trying to balance the other part of raising the kid at the same time, because mm-hmm. you are naturally going to revert to those same actions that you've seen. But it takes great yeah. discipline and great awareness in order to correct all that type of behavior. And and I can understand because there's comfort in the familiarity in the familiar. Yes, uh, I think definitely. this person kind of said, said it to said it or was, is aware of it and said that and owned up to it. Um, that they became very comfortable with living that dysfunction. That like I will. Yeah. I'm so I was so used to living in this dysfunction where this is how I how my partner related to me and or my partners um, have related to me and I've been used to that dysfunction. So now when I, when I, when I find somebody or when I'm with somebody around somebody or people that don't have that dysfunction, that are healthy, that communicate, that engage, um, it feels wrong or it feels boring or it feels weird. And I'm not used to it. So I always go back or revert to, something that was comfortable for me or that right. I was aware of that I know, and it's not good. It's not healthy and it's not right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people do stuff. It, Some it, people it, do it, willfully. It's, it's a very in-depth conversation. We can probably mm-hmm. just on this topic alone, just, just go down it and just hit just different little branches and different little how many, how many topics and, have, we, have we hopped on and streams. <laughs> You know, like we can hit so and we can probably talk about this for ages. And it's such a great, great topic. But saying that, I think we should wrap this up and say wrap it up. But say say the conversation. I kind of want to tie back to that thing, because like some people, that's why I always say this to people when I have these kind of conversations sometimes is that some of these things seem like divergent topics. But that's what we that's why. Everything that you do, everything that 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 one thing always affects another thing. So it, you might be, we might, we we started talking about gun control, but everything ties it ties into education, into how we relate to people, uh, self awareness, yeah. critical thinking, all these things that branch out into these other subjects because they're all interrelated into some some way. So when you boil it down to it, it's really about you. Yeah. And that's that's the way I'm taking it as right now. It's about this, you and how you affect other people. It's about yes. you. Yes. Um, so saying that, so we just wrapped up the our first episode, huh? 
Yeah, it's not bad how, for how, how do you feel? I feel good about it. I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll polish this off and we'll refine it and it'll get better. Yeah, I don't. I had really zero expectations going into this. But one thing I knew what's going to happen is we're going to grab a topic and I knew the conversation was just going to go out naturally. Yeah. So for the audience, this was very unscripted. We did not plan going down this road at all. Um, and oh, this we is literally what we're just said, hey, do. let's get on this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, this is what we're going to do from time to time. We're not going to have any script. We're not going to have anything to say. And hopefully we didn't say anything out of line and offend anyone. And if we did, we dearly, dearly apologize. We definitely are pretty ignorant people, right? I won't say we're it, the it's not, brightest it's not minds of the world and we know yeah. it all. We definitely it's want to be educated it's at not the same with time. Yeah. Please, please, yeah, we're not talking with malice at all. Please, if you, if you feel like we are ignorant in such topic, we would definitely want to know in, in any area and educate us. Please do. Feel free. Till then, see you all next time. And y'all take see care. You. Any last words, Gabe? That's it. That's it. I like That's that you it. have just like a... I'm good. I just want to go to sleep now. (laughs) (laughs) See y'all guys later. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you.